Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Uh, hi everybody, how are we all? Welcome to a scorching episode of Homo Sapiens. I think it's 36 degrees as I'm sitting here in the garden recording with you. You can probably hear the sound of pigeons around me. I had a long discussion about pigeons at the weekend because I said pigeons remind me of London. And the person who was at my house, my friend Jonathan, said... Wood pigeons and London pigeons are completely different things. So we all learned something today. Also something I spent a long time talking about this weekend because I'm fascinating like that is there is an app called Picture This where you can take a photo of any plant you see, no matter where, and it will tell you what the plant is. It's extraordinary. And there's a new one I discovered, which also you can do with rocks. You can take a photo of rocks, apparently, any rock, and it will tell you what it is, which they could do within that satellite telescope thing they've had up in. Have you seen those new pictures that have been sent back from the telescope that I noticed was named after a man, of course? And I did love that Matt XIV, I think that's what they're called on Instagram, shared that photo that did the rounds that showed like basically the edge of our universe with billions of stars and couldn't be any bigger. And it said something like, with all this, do you really think God cares if people are gay? <laughs> Amen, I thought. And I'm not a religious man, as you know. Now, given it's a heat wave, something's going to happen today that you're not going to like. I'm going to be eating a fab lolly while it happens, but there will be no sound of me eating it. It's just occasionally that's what I'm going to do. Because it's open and it's going to melt if I don't eat it for the whole time I'm talking to you. So that's what's happening. Um, Can you hear that child screaming? Not my child. So it's all going on in the village today because there's a memorial service for somebody and I live next door to the church. Anyway, the classic one child having a meltdown, probably because the poor thing's boiling hot, has now been brought out the church and is having a meltdown sort of outside my house. Maybe I should offer them a fab lolly actually. That cheers up anyone under the age of 16. Cheers up anyone under the age of 40, listeners, I can tell you that much. What I love about a fab is it's chocolate. It's hundreds and thousands. You get your chocolate fix. Then it's got a layer of ice cream, sort of ish ice cream. I don't even know what the stuff is called. And then it's got a whole red lolly underneath. Like It's a one-stop shop for, for anyone who can't decide what kind of ice cream they want. A fab is a bit of everything. The thing I love about fabs is they're nostalgic. They remind me of my childhood. Calippo's, always a contender, but never quite hits the spot for me, if I'm honest. Too much sugar in there for me, I think. Solero, 
feels glamorous, feels like it should be my favourite, but I don't know, there's something about them that feels a little bit too grown up for me. Magnum, I feel like I've won the lottery. Magnum Almond, I have won the lottery. But tell me your favourite ice creams. What's your favourite very hot day lolly? Anyway, what are we here for? We're not here to hear about my favourite lollipops. Sorry, it's melting everywhere. I've just got to eat it. Have a musical interlude while this happens. Now, because it's so hot, all the chocolate came off in one go. It will tell you that I've never waited more than four seconds in total to eat an entire lolly, because I've never had that happen before. Should I say welcome to Homo Sapiens? Can't remember if I've said that. Anyway, welcome to Homo Sapiens. Welcome to our beautiful non-binary listeners in particular, because it is non-binary awareness week. And this week was a very special week all round, to be honest, because on Saturday, a record number of, it's kind of coming in at over 20,000 people, attended Trans Plus Pride in London. And do you know what? I was really disappointed to see how traditional media outlets have really failed to talk about it or cover it because they're very happy, you know, um, I'm not going to pretend like I got this idea myself, you know, it was Munro Bergdorf pointed it out on Instagram, you know, they're very happy to cover all the kind of alarmist trans stuff, but, you know, a real media kind of blackout from so many outlets about trans pride, which is such a positive, wonderful thing. So anyway, we, uh, well, this isn't why we did it, because we decided to do this a long time ago, but we've covered it this week, and we've done it in a lovely way that I'm really excited about, because a journalist called Vic Parsons has gone down there and done us a diary of, and it sort of came out of the idea of, like, do you remember when we went, a few things I've been talking about, so trying to get out there again with the podcast because covid restrictions are over one two everybody's beautiful reaction to the schools episode and just kind of hand you know the season's all about the listeners and handing the microphone to our audience if you know what i mean so we thought how could we cover trans pride in a way that would be really interesting and i love vic and i love their work and they've done uh, so much brilliant stuff around uh well vic is an amazing journalist who's written about queer politics culture feminism from a trans perspective for the likes of you know pink news them i love them refinery 29 and cosmopolitan and so we asked vic if they would do a diary of and that's what they did and they've just captured uh, amazing interviews amazing stories and Vic just immerses us in the whole thing in this beautiful way. The stories of the people that Vic spoke to are uplifting, joyous, and then incredibly touching and will bring a tear to your eyes, all I'll say. So cannot wait for you to hear this. And I'd love to know not just your what's your favourite ice lolly. What did you think of this audio diary? So don't be afraid to get in touch. Not that you would be. Hello at homosapienspodcast.com or get in touch with us on our Instagram at homosapiens and keep leaving your reviews on Apple Podcasts, people. If you haven't, please open up the computer, write us a review and you could be in the chance of winning a Homo Sapiens t-shirt. There's a new design. All very exciting. Time for me to turn over onto my back to get uh, an even tan. I feel like I've done my front. Now, messages from you listeners. You've been in touch to tell us how you've been celebrating Pride if you don't live near a big city because the I love this story. Wales has ensured that Pride events are held in rural areas this year to increase visibility of LGBTQ plus people and tackle loneliness and isolation. 
Uh, so we asked you, how did you celebrate in Pride in your towns? Now, Elias, lovely, said they attended their first ever Pride with their first ever boyfriend, Elias. Fantastic news. Lovely thing to do together as well, no? Paul says, I went home to my town and got my siblings to bring their kids along. Great day. Oh, fab. And kids love Pride. Like, I want to hear about everyone who went to Pride. Tell us what you did as well. Kids... You know, so much spectacle, so much colour. It's wonderful. And Tommy says, by supporting the lionesses with my queer friends. That's wonderful. And at KM74 says, only Scottish cities celebrate Pride. It would be highly unusual for towns to do this. Well, let's hope it all catches on. Maybe Wales will start a trend. It can grow and grow because it's local. You need It needs to be local. Speaking of um, joyous celebrations of Pride, should we have a listen to Vic's audio diary? It's absolutely wonderful, this. Thank you so much to Vic for doing it. And um, I'm going to hand over to Vic now. While I am... Always hard to get the inside of your arms with a tan, isn't it? So I'm just going to do that while we're all listening. Here we go. I am on the bus on the way to Seven Sisters Station to get the tube to Trans Pride here with my friend C and their partner Roman. So far, no other people looking like they're going to Trans Pride on this bus, but hopefully that will change when we get on the tube. Please stand clear of the closing doors. We've just come out of Green Park Station and walking along the side of the park, the sun is out. There are so many queer and trans people here carrying placards, meeting their friends, wearing face paint, lots of smiling faces, and people are beginning to make their way through the park towards Wellington Arch, which is where the march is going to set off from. Wellington Arch is this big, like, stone sculpture thing with some, like, bronze horses on top in London next to Hyde Park. And usually it's just this bit of dry grass in the middle of a really huge roundabout, a kind of like five or six lane roundabout. Lots of traffic, really noisy. Not somewhere that I guess people often congregate. And now there are just hundreds, if not thousands, of people here. People carrying signs, pro-trans signs, trans rights now, trans is beautiful. I didn't choose to be trans, I just got lucky... There are so many people wearing pink, white and blue trans pride flags. There's also really good representation from the inclusive pride flag, which is the rainbow one with the black, brown, pink, white and blue added to it. People are sitting on the grass, meeting their friends, hugging, talking, smiling, waiting for the critical mass of people to build and then people will start gathering to form the march. 
I've just been walking through the crowds and I've just seen Carla Ecola, who is founder and director of The Outside Project, a homeless shelter and domestic abuse refuge in London for LGBT plus people. Carla, are you excited to be here today? Yes, we love it. <laughs> I think for the people that we march with and people that use our LGBT centre and our shelter, some of them have never had the freedom uh, to live their authentic self. So coming out on a march and seeing like hundreds and thousands of people and being part of that just means everything to them. Like every time we come out here, it's very emotional. So I'm standing in front of a huge banner. It's a black background and it's got pink and blue roses pinned to it and a big trans pride flag in the middle that says pink singers for trans rights and I'm here with Philip from the pink singers. The pink singers were formed in 1983 to sing at London Pride and so we celebrate 40 years next year as Europe's longest established LGBT choir and over the last few years we've been determined to make sure we're a genuine LGBT at QIA choir so trans rights are extremely important to us, and um, that's why we're here today. Could I ask you, when was the first time you went to a Pride? I was at the very first Pride in 1972. I was one of the original members of the Gay Liberation Front, and of course we celebrated that last year. And that was um, scary, exciting, and there were about a thousand of us and 2,000 police, all of whom surrounded us. But we marched all the way down Oxford Street to Hyde Park and had a do-it-yourself queer picnic in the park, along with games and so on. How different is trans pride today compared to what the first prides that you were going through? Well, there were trans people and the first pride, but and actually they were a minority. And because we were only just getting our heads around and sexism, gay politics, their voices probably weren't heard as strongly. But I can remember I was in Gay Liberation Front Street Theatre and one of the first things we did was a demonstration against a cafe near Piccadilly Circus that refused to serve women and trans women after midnight if they were on their own. So we, we were fighting for trans rights back then. Yeah. But of course, this is a whole different ball game. Particularly as today, there is so much anti-trans um, material in the newspapers. And we really now have to stand up and say enough is enough. Trans rights are equally as important as everybody else's rights. Just walking around the grass with everyone waiting, slowly gathering to start marching. I am cast on 26 in two days. Pronouns are he, him. What are you looking forward to about today's march? It's a mix of like trans people can fully express themselves and what they want now and what we want now. Because sometimes that message can get a bit lost in the pride for everyone. Sometimes like cis queer people, they have different wants from trans queer people and that's sometimes like overlooked or gets lost in all the things that are going on and also just trans joy it's it's always just joyful when trans people gather together and get to be who we are and obviously this is the largest scale in london that we get to do that also just with a, a much larger number of like cis allies who are here saying yeah we we want this for you too yeah, I feel like it's really hard for me when I get here to like stop smiling. Like there are just so many other trans people. Oh yeah, I hadn't people. even like run into anyone I knew yet, and someone came up to me and was like, "Oh, you look so happy. Can I take a photo of you?" I was like, "Yes." Say no to gender conformity. The front of the march no has just conformity. assembled and is slowly moving I off while people stream no out of Wellington Arch to join the march. 
Let's go and check out the front Say of no it. To gender conformity. So coming down Piccadilly now, well, the start of Piccadilly is a huge truck covered in pink, white and blue trans flags. Fuck Piers Morgan! 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 The march is now slowly moving off. Um, the organisers of London Trans Pride asked that people with like mobility issues or who are slow walkers or might feel overwhelmed in crowds go at the front so they can set the pace. So we've just seen that front move past with one person on a megaphone. And now the next block is coming. Shouting, trans rights are human rights. I've just run ahead of the front of the march, which is still making its way slowly down Piccadilly in central London. And I've climbed up onto a, an electricity box at the side of the road so I can see it. And it's just, the sun is out. It's so hot. We're in the middle of London. And coming down Piccadilly towards me is a mass of people stretching all the way as far as I can see back to Wellington Arch. And... There are so many trans pride flags, so many non-binary pride flags, so many intersex pride flags. And the sound, even from a distance, you can hear the chanting, the chant and response that's happening. And it's just making me feel very full of, of joy to see, this, to see this heading down towards me along Piccadilly. I've just seen um, Tottenham Copwatch banners. Maybe we can grab someone from there who will tell us what that's about. Hiya. Hiya. Hi. Can we let's go somewhere quiet there? So we're kind of part of a national network of Copwatch groups that have set up locally and we're looking to resist police violence. So one of the things that we might do is intervention. When someone is getting stopped and searched, we get involved and make sure that the police can't harass freely. 
but we also use a community organising approach and it takes all of us to stop the police from violently policing so we're trying to get as many people as possible involved. And why is Copwatch here at Trans Pride in London today? Well, trans people get policed by the state all the time. We see that in mental health services, in GP practices, in clinics. And that kind of ties our fate to many other oppressed people, like black and brown people who get policed on the daily, GRT communities, disabled people. Um, and we experience a lot of police violence as well. So I think um, it's really important for us to be here and make sure that we link police violence to trans rights um, and at the same time also that we stand in solidarity with other groups. How would you describe the energy here today? Like, what's the vibe? It's amazing. It's so full, it's busy. You see lots of people. I think it really ties together kind of sexual liberation with the liberation that we talk about all the time and gender liberation. So um, it's a great vibe. I'm going to let you go because your group's moving, but thank you so much. Thank you, yeah. I'm going to read out some of the signs I can see. Trans joy is real. Trans women are women. Crash the system. Trans love. Trans people need healthcare now. Protect trans youth. Recycle your plastic, not your bigotry. There's a really big one shaped like a gravestone that says there is more to queer rights than death and marriage. Lots of people are carrying signs for trans people who have died, died by suicide, died on gender clinic waiting lists. People are wearing flowers to honour those who have died. Lots of sunflowers. Standing on Piccadilly for 20 minutes now, and the end of the march is just coming into sight. That's 20 minutes of trans people marching past, smiling in the sun, carrying signs, non-binary power, trans women belong in sport, use your tax haven to pay for my top surgery, no pride for some of us without liberation for all of us. At the back of the march, there are people with babies in pushchairs, People with dogs, people with bikes, people with sound systems. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass? So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear, and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. 
Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. right at the back of the march now, still on Piccadilly. Who are you? What's your name, age, and pronoun? Uh, my name's Lamble, and I am 43 years old. Uh, they, them, and I'm here marching with the Bent Bars Project today. And what is Bent Bars Project? So we are a prisoner solidarity project. We've been running for uh, 13 years, and we basically have uh, the cheers. We missed you over the chanting. You've been running for 13 years. 13 years, yeah. And we basically, the main thing we do is uh, pen pal projects. So we basically match LGBTQ people outside prison with LGBTQ people inside prison. And it's a form of like keeping people connected across prison walls, providing support to each other. And it helps keep people safe inside and it helps draw awareness and education around the issues that queer and trans people face in prison. So I've just cut through Soho from the back of the march to hopefully the front. The end of the march is in Soho Square and I'm just coming round the corner now. Yep, yeah. here, here it is. Here is the march. Wow, there are so many people here. So many flags. So many groups of friends sat in the sunshine already. It's filling up fast. I imagine that the whole thing will be completely flooded by the time the rest of the march gets here. They're going to um, have some speakers, I think, some speeches is the plan for now. So let's get further in. My name's EJ, and I use just about any pronoun. Yeah, and I'm really happy about my ability to be on the spectrum of gender and to reject the idea that there's any such thing as binary genders. I'm from the Museum of Transology. It's the biggest collection of objects relating to trans lives in the world. We believe that we can't decolonise museums because they're colonial projects and in actual fact that we need to do more than decolonise museums. We need to decolonise gender because when we occupied the countries around the world as part of the British Empire, we stamped out gender diversity that was flourishing and alive. We exported our binary gender values and quashed gender liberation. And so in actual fact what we're all about at the Museum of Transology is collecting trans lives, trans stories, trans objects by consent for the future so that the kids of tomorrow won't be erased so that they knew where their people came from and that we hold a place not just in history but in the future of liberation for all. And that's so important, right? Like, I feel like it wasn't until I came out as trans and started researching trans history that I learned about people like me like throughout time. What are you doing today? Your sign says Museum of Transology and this person's sign says donate signs here. So what's that about? So we do rapid response collecting at protests around the UK. We've got about... 
500 signs so far from Black Trans Lives Matters marches, from the Brown Trans Conversion Therapy marches. The signs, the protest signs are really important because they outline our struggles of today. And so we're collecting today to record for tomorrow. I came with two people that had to leave early, so I've been adopted now. Yeah, yeah. Well, I came last year. There are definitely more people here than there were last year. It feels so weird having so many trans people in the same right in the same area. It's the same as like because um, in in yeah, my normal right. life I know like two trans people yeah. and I don't talk to either of them because they're in the year below me. So yeah. So yeah. Are you out as were you out as trans at school? Yeah, I, I've been out for ooh a year and a half now. I've been on hormone treatment for about a year. Yeah, I came out of school about halfway through year 12. And then, yeah, sort of just didn't really look back past that. So I'm, I was out at school. Um, I was out to my friends for like two years now, I think, maybe more. Um, but I came out at school officially last year. It didn't go well. Um, and I'm no longer in school. It wasn't just because of that, but that did not help. It was the kind of thing where people were nice to your face, but as soon as you turned around, they were like complaining to teachers, saying that they didn't feel like I should be there because like it, I went to an all-girls school and I was not a girl anymore. Um, and it was nice in a way because in their eyes I wasn't a girl, but also 
they would like misgender me, dead name me, um, just like complain that I wasn't, I shouldn't be allowed to be in like their space, which really sucks. How does it feel? Amazing, actually. Like I can wear my binder just like out, and I don't feel like uncomfortable, and I feel safe. It's would, weird. How, it's really how safe. How would you describe like the energy? It's, it's electric and everybody's just so happy um, and everyone can like feel free to be themselves which sounds cheesy but it's true kind of seeing everyone around you and knowing like everyone is like you or everyone kind of understands it and sometimes like a lot of the time because you don't always meet a lot of trans people like not everyone understands what it's like or even if they try, it doesn't mean that they get it. Whereas here, you know, everyone gets it and everyone feels the same way you do. And it's just nice feeling understood. It is nice that people are starting to get the message that the worm is beginning to turn. More and more people now are having conversations about equity and diversity and inclusion. But there's a word missing from that, and the word is justice! The speeches are still going on and Soho Square is just packed full of people sat down, standing up, smoking, drinking, eating, talking. There are older people here today and also younger people and one younger person is here with their parents. Um, hi, I'm Vic, my pronouns are they, them, what's your name? Hi, I'm Casey, pronouns are she, her. And what brought you here today, Casey? So, um, I'm, a, I'm a teacher, I'm a secondary school teacher, I'm trans, I'm, with, I'm here with the National Education Union. So we've, we have a trans and non-binary educators network. So that's that's what we're doing. We're kind of celebrating. We're make, make, making ourselves visible. We're being on the streets. We're waving our banner. We've got a new banner. Um, we were at London Pride last weekend. We had a burst with the National Education Union. Amazing. So yeah, we're just being visible, being right. queer, and being here. And who else are you here with today? So I've got I've got my child. <laughs> Hi, yeah. Hi, my name's Kip. My pronouns are they, them, and I am eleven. You're eleven. Can you tell me about what you're wearing? Can you tell me about your badge? Um, I am wearing a badge from the trans pride flag. It reads, trans wizards are wizards. It's basically uh, taking the mickey out of JK Rowling. It's printed off a page of Harry Potter. What else are you wearing? I am wearing some black trousers, a black t-shirt, rainbow braces and a rainbow bow tie. And also rainbow socks, I've just noticed. Why did you choose this outfit? It, I think it, this is my second pride after coming out. That come off, I just wanted to wear something oh, really like visibly gay. Thanks, Kit. Thanks for speaking to me. It's so, um, always makes me just like so emotional to think about like younger people being at pride. God. Who are you and what was that? That was amazing. That was Esquire, a sort of queer-led, all-genders choir in London. We sing every Monday. We started off as like a feminist choir and it became apparent really, really quickly that it was sort of like a key component to our feminism to include 
hands, people and it started to feel really like sharp and heavy and wide and necessary to like kind of make that really really public and really really seen and known. We were starting to feel a little bit betrayed by like our feminist history or something or by a kind of feminism that was like yeah becoming kind of patriarchy and unsafe and toxic. Absolutely amazing! Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hiya. Hi. I saw you earlier. Could you tell me who you are and why you're here? Yeah, my name's Kate and I'm here for my sister Alice, who was a trans woman who died by suicide about six weeks ago. And I'm marching for her because she was on the gender identity clinic waitlist for over a thousand days at the time of her death and she'd never had an appointment. So I think that, you know, if she'd got the healthcare she needed, there's a chance that she'd be alive today. And also against the atmosphere of hate in this country towards transgender people, that there are people who are just so determined to make this world a hateful place and a hostile place for trans people, and particularly trans women. And I want to show them that their words and their silly tweets all have consequences. I have really conflicted feelings today because it makes me really happy to see so many trans people thriving. People so beautiful and their genders are so cool and punk um, and queer. But I also feel really sad because I wish that Alice could be here too. She was beautiful as well. Thank you for talking to me. I wonder if you could describe the sign that you've been marching with, because I saw it earlier and I saw it in Silver Square. Yeah, it says my sister Alice at the top, and then that she was born on the 23rd of February 2002, and she died recently on the 26th of May 2022. And at the bottom it just says 1,023 days on the GIC wait list. If you could have a meeting with like the head of NHS England, what would you say to him? Oh, <laughs> I don't know. I'd probably just cry. <laughs> and I find it really hard to put my words together. But I would just say that the system as it is is failing trans people. And it's just completely unconscionable and it can't continue. Thank you very much for speaking to me. So, the speeches have finished now. The sun is starting to go down behind the buildings around Soho Square. And there are still so many people here. Um, apparently there were 20,000 people here today at the march. And there are still a lot of people here in the square sitting in the last of the sunshine. There are also some people with stalls. Rainbow Rebellion, a branch of uh, Extinction Rebellion, are here with a stall. Lots of like local activist groups and lots of groups of friends. There's kind of like a smoky haze above the people sitting down. And just so many great outfits. So many hot people. Square's starting to empty out now, but there's a sound system in one corner with a lot of people dancing still. Lots of people still sitting down in groups, but more and more people leaving, off to find foods, off to find drinks. Oh my god, this person is wearing wings made out of white, pink and blue feathers that are full length. Amazing. Democracy, open your hearts to the tender deities, resist 
feels like the general vibe is a lot of hot, happy people. Thank you, Vic. I was moved to tears listening to that. Just a beautiful document of a beautiful thing is what I feel about that. Want to know what you all think. Vic, thank you so much for doing it. Oh, just made me feel like I was there and made me feel full of happiness and love. And also activism and pointing out what trans and non-binary and all the beautiful spectrum need. And they need it now. And I just want to say a big shout out to Steve Folland, our editor. He... A just beautiful edit that just totally immersed us in Vic's beautiful audio. It was just wonderful and made it such a special piece. Oh, goodness. I think the memorial service next door. I hope they wouldn't mind me saying this. It's just a beautiful thing. They're singing my way. Someone is singing my way. Isn't that lovely? Feels like... It's such a privilege to hear a beautiful community come together and pay respects to someone. Well, what a lovely thing. Um, I'm feeling full of love after that and after Vic's piece. I can feel a definite sort of parallel between listening to my way and knowing that we went to Trans Pride. Something about love and respect for doing it your own way. Don't know what that is. Um, Next week, we're going to be talking to Andy Butler of Hercules and Love Affair. I mean, Hercules and Love Affair is like just such an important part of my own queer coming of age. Um, and Andy is one of the most interesting people in the world. It's a brilliant chat. Done face to face again because we're getting out there, people. And, you know, queer dance anthems. And also just, you know, Andy has collaborated with people like Anoni, who've been such an important part of representation for... Uh, trans non-binary people so please have a listen to that get in touch uh, stay connected at instagram at homo sapiens facebook at homo sapiens podcast and email your comments questions and agony uncles people to hello at homo sapiens podcast.com thank you so much for listening big ton of love to you bye bye hey it's Paige desorbo from giggly squad high quality fashion without the price tag say hello to quince i'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters sleek leather jackets fine jewelry and so much more with quince being 50 to 80 percent less than similar brands and they partner with factories that prioritize safe ethical and responsible manufacturing i love that Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365 day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello? Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Powered by Spirit Studios.